Welcome to the weekly sermon podcast from the First Christian Church in Great Bend, Kansas. We are a church with a mission of inspiring ordinary people to live extraordinary lives for Christ. It really doesn't matter who you are, what you have done, or how you choose to worship. You belong here. We pray that this week's sermon blesses you and that you feel God's presence through it today. Now, uh, yeah, right? So as, as most of you guys can see, this has been a huge week for us as a church in that we pooled together most of our time and resources to minister to and love on around 90 children through our vacation Bible school, where our kids, along with kids from all over the community, even some kids from outside of the state, were able to come and learn about and encounter the love of Jesus, which, of course, was as amazing as it was difficult and exhausting. So what I would like to do to kind of add to this already amazing week is, first of all, give you a gist of some of the life-transforming teachings that our kids were able to encounter, and then get into what all of that might just have to teach us about making some waves ourselves. So day one, our kids learned about um, how God created every single one of them for a purpose, which they learned through the creation stories. Day two, they learned through the story of Peter walking on water that all of them have been invited to follow Jesus. Day three, through the story of resurrection, they learned that Jesus is someone they can trust with the entirety of their lives. And then last but not least, through the fruits of the Spirit, they learned about how God can use even them to make a difference. And what I love about this particular VBS is not only were our kids able to learn about the grace, mercy, love, and salvation that has been offered to them in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, but also how God can use them to do big things with their lives, or how God is calling every single one of them, just as they are, to go out and make a difference. And what really struck me this week, right, we have some kiddos who come to this event whose home lives are a little less than perfect, to say the least. And when they come here, not only are they loved, but they are told that they can go out and change the world. Maybe a message they've never heard anywhere else. That's amazing. We get to be a part of that. So then what happened to me as the week played out, and I continue to hear these amazing stories over and over again, is that in the midst of all the insanity that is VBS, that's when God showed up to me to remind me that this is not just a message our kids need to hear. No, this is a message we all need to hear. And the reason for that, when we get honest with ourselves, is that for adults, when it comes to making ways, when it comes to be the kind of people who are making a difference, because we have tried and failed so many times we can't even count, and because we understand just how much time and energy it takes just to change things a little bit, many of us have grown cynical. Some of us have just given up. Or to give you a quick picture of this kind of cynicism lived out, what I'm hearing more and more of these days when I talk to others about the state of the world and the state of our country, and in turn, how we should be making ways, how we should make a difference, what I'm hearing over and over again from a ton of people is how they've just decided not to vote, right? The reason why they give on this is, well, you know, there's millions of people who vote, so I'm just not going to do anything about it. Right? What I say doesn't matter, and so I'm just going to let that go. Why even bother? Another example is with young people in the church. 
right? And it's not so much in this congregation, but I'm hearing it in the church overall. Their experience is every time they try to make some waves, every time they try to make a difference, not only do things never change within their church, but they just end up making a whole lot of enemies. And even though they love their church, they decide that it's not worth their time to continue to beat their head against that wall. And in some cases, they just decide to leave because it's just not. It's not worth it, right? And of course, these are just two examples of the millions that have caused many of us to grow cynical or to just give up when it comes to trying to make a difference in this world for the sake of the kingdom. Or how many of you, if you get really, really honest with yourselves, have grown a bit cynical? Anybody? Those of you who don't have your hands up are liars, right? <laughs> how many of you, if you're really honest with yourselves, have given up? Right? Not putting any more effort into it whatsoever. So now that we've got real about this cynicism that we all have, what I would like to do to help all of us cynical people begin to rethink our call to make waves is to share with you a Jesus parable that, that I believe helps us to better understand what it looks like to make a difference or how it is that God is calling us to play our part in changing the world. So the parable says this in Mark 4, 26 through 29. The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter the seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day and the seed would not sprout and grow. He does not know how. The earth produces of itself first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with the sickle because the harvest has come. Now, what I want you to notice about the first part of this parable, which is where we're going to hone in today, is the only thing that the farmer does here is he sows a seed, right? He plants a seed. And then what he does after he plants the seed as he sits back and waits. He does nothing, right? While the earth and the seeds do the rest of the work. And what I think that puts into perspective for us is that after we play our part in sowing seeds, doing the things that God has called us to do, that's when God steps in in ways that we're not able to see, in ways that are so big that we can't understand, that he takes care of the rest. So part of what I think this parable is trying to get us to see when it comes how, how we're being called to make waves is to show us that it's not all on us, right? We're not the ones who are being called to carry most of the load. No, what we're being called to do is to sow seeds. Now, the way I understand sowing seeds, at least in part, is not only in going out and telling others when you have the opportunity about who Jesus is and how he has transformed your life, but also in the way we choose to live our lives in big and little ways every single day. For instance, there's what you've chosen to do for a living. That is how... You go out and sow seeds every single day for the kingdom. Your work, how you treat people is another way that you sow seeds. In that, Do you love and care for those you encounter? You know, being honest, living with integrity, showing up for people in need or, or not. There's how you spend your money. Oh, and pastors are not supposed to talk about how I spend my money, right? There's how you spend your money. It is what you spend your money on something that promotes the goodness of the world, the sake of the kingdom, or not? And then there's how you spend your time, right? There's how you spend your time. Do you spend your time doing good things, going deeper in your face, stuff like that? Or are you spending way too much time sitting around watching TV or playing on your phone? Anybody know what I'm talking about? I am so guilty of that, those stupid phone games. 
taking hours of my life when I could be something, doing something better with myself? So what this parable seems to make clear is if you want to make ways, if you want to make difference in this world, your job is to go out and sow seeds. Because when we do that, when we devote our lives to doing that, that's when God comes in and begins to take that and do big things with it. Where he takes over, takes those seeds, begins to grow and develop them in ways we're usually not able to see and understand and causes his kingdom to come and his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we can do that, right? Oftentimes, what I think happens to most people is when we, we think about the problems of the world, we think about all these things that are going on that need work, we see how big they are, and we're just like, well, I can't do anything about that. And so what do we do? We give up. Right? We think it's all on us. We think it's ours to carry. It's not. Your job in this world, all God needs you to do, is to sow seeds right where you are every single day. Sow seeds. Then if you want to push this logic even further, in a big picture kind of way, when you think about it, the way God seems to work in this world when it comes to change, it's kind of like water dripping on a rock. Get that image in your head. Now, sure, in the short term, it doesn't seem like water dripping on a rock is going to make any difference whatsoever. But then what begins to happen as those drops continue is that slowly but surely, that rock begins to erode away until eventually that once mighty rock that no one's thought could be split, could be broken, is split in two by the persistent power of dripping water. Let me give you a quick visual of this so this is ingrained in your mind. This is something I want you to take with you for the rest of your life. Check this out. In years, not much happens. A little dent. 25 years, you get more of a valley. 50 years goes by, and the fruits of your labors are seen. Stay at it. Things take time. So do you see how that works, right? In the beginning, it looks like nothing is going on. Then slowly but surely, you begin to get this little divot. And then, man, there's some real work being done there. Let me show it to you one more time so it'll really stick. Check this out. In years, not much happens. A little dent. 25 years, you get more of a valley. 50 years goes by, and the fruits of your labors are seen. Stay at it. Things take time. So again, the way that God seems to work in most instances is not in some big epic moment where change happens overnight, which is what we're all praying and hoping for all the time, right? No, change happens over long stretches of time where faithful, devoted followers of Christ in small ways continue to sow seeds instead of giving up or continue to drip on that rock in little ways over and over again until that mighty rock is split in half by the power and the persistence of God. Come on now. What if we lived our lives that way? What kind of difference could we make? Or to see this truth in a bit more practical way, let's go back to the cynicism that many people have when it comes to voting. So did you know that in the 2020 presidential election, only 158 million out of approximately 240 million people voted? 
that 66.1% of people who were eligible to vote actually voted. It's amazing. And what that means is there were roughly 82 million people who chose not to vote, who chose not to sow their seed. Now, why I find that so interesting is because there was only an 8 million vote difference between the two candidates. So 82 million, 8 million, there's more than enough to take that in whatever direction wants it to go. But the thing that really blows me away is that if those 82 million people all decided to vote for a completely different candidate, that candidate would have likely won. Because the 82 million votes that were left on the table were more than enough to defeat either candidate. Which makes it clear that even though your vote seems not to matter because of the math, the truth is your vote does matter because of the math in the sense of persistently dripping water. In the sense of sowing seeds. So what all of that means when, when it comes to making waves, when it comes to making a difference in this world for the sake of the kingdom, is that instead of getting cynical, instead of being the people who give up, we're being called right where we are not to do it all by ourselves, not to carry the weight of it all, but to give our lives to sowing seeds, to give our lives to doing the little things day in and day out, ultimately trusting that God will take those seeds and bring them to fruition. We're being called to drip, right? Because when you add all those drops of water together, all of our drops of water together over time, God will eventually use that to cause heaven to come crashing into earth. Whether we get to see it or not. Come on now. So in a hopeless world, in a place where we think things are never going to change what God tells us, it's to sow seeds. It's to drip. I got you. I get the final word on all this. And you guys just sit there. Come on. Oh, it's so amazing. I hope that sticks in your head. And then you can even, so those are big problems. Think about your own life, right? There's things you're all dealing with right now when what you need to hear is you just need to drip. You just need to do the little things day by day to get to the place where that rock or whatever obstacle it is is broken into. Okay, so, so now that you guys get a sense of, of what making waves really looks like, your assignment this week is, is to think about something that you believe needs to be changed in this world, something that's really weighing on your heart, something that's, you know, we've got to make a difference here. But then instead of letting your cynicism begin to get the best of you because whatever it is seems too big, seems impossible, I want you to simply ask your question. What seed is it that I need to be sowing to make a difference? What's that small thing that I need to do to continue to chip away at that rock one drop at a time? And then go do that. No more excuses. Then go do that. Trust that God will take whatever you've given and he'll use that for the sake of his kingdom. Let us pray. Father, we come to you this morning and man, we are so grateful that you gave us the opportunity to minister to 90 kids. We're so grateful that we got to show them the love, grace, and mercy of who you are in creative ways. We're grateful for all our volunteers and people who gave their time to be the hands and feet of Christ. 
And we're grateful that we were able to teach them about how you're calling each and every one of them to go out and make a difference in this world. So today, help us to understand that's not just a message our kids need to hear. That's a message we all need to hear. But instead of getting caught up in the weight of all of that, instead of thinking that the problems of this world are too big, Lord, help us to see that you're not calling us to carry it all. You're not calling us to do it all. You're calling us to sow seeds. You're calling us to drip. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon, and we hope you are able to join us next week. To learn more about FCC Great Bend, visit us online at firstchristianchurchgb.com. Again, that's firstchristianchurchgb.com. God bless and have a great week.